Hello and welcome everyone to our IC podcast. It's our fifth episode and this time I met Anjali from Malta. Anjali has her own online business called The Wondrous Online Woman. And yeah, I just let you listen to this podcast and I hope you find this podcast mind-blowing. Enjoy. Hi, Angel. Hello, David. <laughs> I'm very happy that you that you share your time with me because you have a very exciting profile. I didn't want to stalk too much, <laughs> but I saw some things online on your Facebook page and also on your official um on your official webpage, Wondrous Online Woman, I think that's that's the Are name you? of your This is what brings your living. Is yes, that correct? I, I don't call it my job because yeah. I enjoy it, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, how did it start? Like, or, or let's start from from the very beginning. So, you are originally from Malta, and Correct. why have you moved to Cork? Okay, so that's that's always the question. Everyone yeah. from Malta tells me, but why? Yeah. Why did you go there? And I was like, because. So at the time, so I met my current husband, and yeah. he is German. That's why the German connection okay. in Malta. Yeah. And. Um, Cut a very very long story short. Okay. He was offered a job by Apple here, and he is German. Yeah. So I decided to move here and expand our wings and see what comes together. Okay. Because he had just proposed, and I knew my future is going to be with him. So mm -hmm. I decided to go wherever it goes. And yeah. to be also very honest with you, David, and with all the listeners, I've always been wanting to live abroad, and this was the perfect opportunity to just mm -hmm. you know. Drop yeah. everything and start afresh, and that is how the Malteser came to Cork. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You said you dropped everything. So what exactly did you leave behind in Malta? Wow, very good question. <laughs> and brings up a lot of blushness and memories. So uh -huh. <laughs> I obviously left my family and friends. Yeah. Um, that was the toughest part. Mm -hmm. And I left a teaching job. I was a TV presenter. A TV like presenter. Yes, yes, I had a, I actually, this is how I met my husband. I was running my, uh, well, it wasn't my own, but I was one of two hosts mm -hmm. for a daily morning chat show that ran for nine months live every day oh, wow. on a Maltese channel. So that was something I absolutely loved doing. Yeah. And I didn't have an opportunity to do it again at the time, but I could have had I stayed. And this is why what I do now, I include a lot of videos and camera work because I really, really liked mm -hmm. that experience. And yeah. So that, that's what I left. I had been a drama teacher, so I had uh -huh. children with acting for 17 years. Um, acting and confidence and being on stage and believing in themselves. So that's the most part of my work life. And yeah, I left my apartment. I left mm -hmm. my friends, my circle wow. of friends, my family, my siblings. Oh. And to Cork with knowing absolutely no one, like zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the story. Three and a half years ago, David. How many years ago? Sorry, I didn't hear this. Three and, Three and a half. half. Three and a half years yeah. ago. Okay. You did this for your husband. You did this for <laughs> love, apparently. And I mean, this is... The thing is, you left many things behind. The part, well, of course, the, the most or the hardest part you leave behind is always your family. But it sounds as you were very happy with your life there. You had a job there. You had a, a job 
of what many people would would admire you or would envy you to have and so you left this behind for your husband because he got a job offer from apple and back then you there was no guarantee that you that you can build such a career in in cork so not at all not yeah. at all and in fact I, i'm going to pick on one of the words you said so it might come across that i came for love and if you want to call it that and it sounds cute that's yeah. great yeah. but i was not happy okay. so, so to be very fair with you um i felt stuck in malta i had yeah. been teaching as i mentioned for a number of years and i felt i couldn't expand my wings more malta is a very small island mm -hmm. actually seen had visited as well It's a very beautiful island, but yeah. for what I would love to do with regards to, let's say, being more out there, now whatever you're going to call it, if it's TV, if it's, you know, your own, I had been wanting to do my own thing for a number of years and never had the guts to do mm -hmm. it. So deep down, I wasn't like, you know, the happiest woman ever. Yeah. But the happy part was me being with my fiance at the time mm -hmm. and knowing that I want to build something with him. Yeah. So focused and, and for me, This is why I want to share it and this is why I pointed out the word. For me, happiness is key and was key at the time. And I was, let's say, looking for happiness, but mm -hmm. I was in search of what makes me happy. Yeah. And the, from what, or everything I had, it was making me happy, but I felt I needed something more. Mm -hmm. And I felt what more than an experience abroad could happiness bring. And I just, you know jumped and yeah. i have no idea what it's going to bring and we're here today mm -hmm. so the happiness is mostly the driving force for me being here to be fair yeah i get that point so when you moved over to cork did you know did you have any idea what you can do here at all so was it clear for you that you stay somehow in that business or that you do something with TV or something? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. So to be honest with you, even talking about it and realizing how far I've come and what I've achieved alone at the end of the day in these three years or three and a half years, I had nothing. So I had actually looked for work because my husband came here before me till finishing my teaching year in Malta. So I was looking for work. I didn't find anything. And it took me I think three months after moving here to actually find a job to work in another call center here in Cork. In which call center did you work? Oh, that was Aptran. Aptran. It's next to Mahon. And that was the only thing that I had found, to be fair with you. Okay. And I didn't love it. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> But yeah. because I experienced that, I then found what I really loved. But it was very hard. I must admit it was very hard. But at least my husband had a job. So we came with knowing that he has a job. And then whatever comes to me, I will think that come to me actually was the full time at Aptran. And also I took part in a play. So I'm also an actress. Yeah. And I had audition for a play and I was took on and. I had a play at the end of the in the end of the year in the first six months that I was in court. So that was really something that kept me going because yeah. acting is something I love because I come from a theatrical okay. family. So yeah. that was that was really a good beginning. Was it also an improvement for your husband or back then your financy to work for Apple? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So at the time 
the the hard part was before I went back to teaching on the last year. So after my TV show, we actually were working from the same company uh, at yeah. the same company, and it was let's say in a very nice word, sinking. Mm-hmm. So okay. <laughs> so that that's it. so one of us decided to move from that company. So I went back to teaching. It was it was not a good place for him. He also felt limited. Um, there were many great things about Malta that happened, but we were just not satisfied with mm-hmm. regards to our employment, and yeah. we just decided to put our CVs online. And then Apple found my husband. Well, even for him, it was uh, a big step forward. I mean, I was absolutely shocked mm-hmm. in a very pleasant way, surprised yeah. when he was contacted. So it wasn't like he applied, but yeah. he was asked. I so see. it was a very nice surprise. But even for him, it was a, a step forward, a big jump forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so how many years did he live in Malta? How many years have How much time have you been together um, at that so time? Before I met him, I think he had been in Malta for a year and a half or two. Not yeah. exactly sure. And in February, which is next month now, because we're in January, yeah. um, it will be six years that we are okay. together. And I married see. for two and a half. Mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> and I we were married in Ireland, so that's a nice little detail. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, at least the two of you remained islanders. You moved from a sunny, rocky island to a rainy, green island, which is slightly bigger. Yeah, so but I'm you remained sure an that's islander. A good thing, uh, because now I'm realizing the limitations of an island. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's say yes, we did. Yeah. Obviously, completely unconsciously at the time, because coming from Malta, I had lived abroad only for a couple of weeks when I went to a theater course in Birmingham mm-hmm. in England. And for me, the first time living abroad, it felt humongous. I mean, the trip from Dublin to Cork, which takes three and a half hours, is yeah. usually a flight yeah. from Malta. Because it if is, there's yeah. no, no traffic in the road, you would be able to cross Malta in an hour. Yeah. So that it was, again, shocking. It, there's so, so much distance that you could travel on the same piece of land. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that now I'm getting used to that more and more. But at the time, yes, it was an island, a tiny island to another bigger island. Mm-hmm. From what I hear, you have always done creative work. So you you worked as a teacher, you worked in TV, and then you came to Ireland and you worked in Aptron, in a call center, which is not a very creative. <laughs> These call centers are very let's say rigid and some people uh, lost their spirit but that's that's a bit strong isn't it yeah (laughs) i think there are some people who perhaps look for something like this yeah but you are a creator as you well pointed out and also my husband is a musician so he's a creator and he does his own music as well Mm -hmm. you really feel that your spirit needs to be nurtured in a way And the call center doesn't cut it. And it didn't for me. And unfortunately for me, David, I actually became unwell. I Mm -hmm. hated it so much that Mm -hmm. actually I became unwell within five months. And in the sick time that I had at home, I started realizing how much I miss creativity. So you hit the nail on the head there. Mm -hmm. Well done. Maybe you have listened to the latest podcast with Diana. I, I worked together with Diana at Apple in customer relations, so which is also a call center position. And she was, she felt a bit like you. You know, she was also very unhappy with her job. 
She stayed, however, she stayed, she stayed there for, for three years, but then she found out that there's something else. So she, she, uh, is now doing her own online business. So she's doing something related to affiliate marketing. So she does something similar to you, not exactly, well, actually not, not something similar, but she also does online courses. And um, she's very happy with that. So she, that allowed her to travel, to leave Ireland. So she she could be a so-called digital nomad. She was happy at the end that she could leave this place and do something more creative or something more innovative. And she could be her own, own boss. She decides where she wants to go. And she decides how hard she, she wants to work. And these are the things that many people are dreaming of, you know? Many exactly. people are In dreaming fact, that's of the very same thing. To yeah. And at the time, I mean, I never thought I'm going to be doing what I'm doing in yeah. Malta because I was always automatically into a full time. And you just don't even know that there's a different reality out there that you could be doing. But when I chose to stop after and because of my health, yeah. and then I just was working part time as a drama teacher here. I started realizing that there could be a different world. But to be honest with you, to tell you the whole complete story, which mm. is very interesting, actually. So when I then started working part-time with this company, it was before I got married. So I was trying to find how I can make money because I was, you know, mm -hmm. paying off the wedding yeah. and, you know, trying to go for a honeymoon and stuff like this. And at the time, because I was getting ready for the wedding, I still had my natural colored hair. Very honest with you, my employer wasn't very happy that after <laughs> I came back from honeymoon my hair was teal yeah, and, really? and she had a problem with that and let me go because I colored my hair and mm -hmm. that for me was my turning point and I'm sharing this not for pity at all yeah. but to make our listeners perhaps realize that even though you think that your hardest moment will break you in mm -hmm. my case, it really made me who I currently am. Mm -hmm. But it was very hard because I had nothing. We were nearly broke because yeah. it was one wage and I had nothing else coming in. Yeah. I was bored to my everything. I, I had nothing to do. Maybe I had like four friends. It was really, really a very, very hard time. But at that time, I sat with myself and I said, okay, right, what do I enjoy doing? Mm -hmm. And it was camera and TV stuff and helping other people. That is what I love doing. And I could do it every day, you know, till I'm sleeping or yeah. wake up excited for it. Mm -hmm. Then I started to realize that there's an online world out there and you mm -hmm. can literally home and be speaking to someone on the other side of the world. And I know we still know this, but mm -hmm. work with them. I didn't know that this is a thing. And now I do it. And now I've worked with women mostly mm -hmm. at 26 countries worldwide yeah. from my spare room in Cork. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very, very crazy that coming from such a tiny island in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea from Malta, and then when you have that crossroad in your life, you don't know where you're going and you just sit. And perhaps I'm saying this, perhaps they could try it out mm -hmm. and see what brings you joy, what lights you up, what makes your heart sing. Yeah. That is what you will not mind doing for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. So when was the turning point for you? When did you figure out that you can make a 
living by giving online courses? That's a very interesting question. So since I was let go because I colored my hair, I was, you know, you go into those phases. One of them was anger because mm. I was teaching creativity and I thought expressing myself with hair, colored hair is just being creative. So it didn't go with what I was teaching. So I, I chose to remain authentic and to remain who I am with my colored hair. Now it's become my brand. Mm -hmm. So now everyone looks for colored hair and they know it's me. But it's really interesting how the journey came. So from anger, I literally Googled if mm -hmm. there are any rich women with colored hair in the world. Mm -hmm. And I asked this billionaire called Kimra Luna, who I interviewed last year and oh. actually we're now online friends. And she had blue hair mm -hmm. and I was reading her story and what she does and how she does it. And I was absolutely gobsmacked that you are able to do this from your home. And I started following her and you know what happens on Facebook. We start following things. You start getting adverts for these mm -hmm. things. Yeah. And then I ended up doing a coaching course and learning all about these things. Did you do an online coaching course? Yes. So everything was online. Okay. And so I did it all from the comfort of my home. The only discomfort was I needed to invest in myself, yeah. which is something I had never done before. And it was really hard because you don't know if by the end of it, it's going to come back. And in the beginning, it didn't. Uh, especially the very first time that you do it, it's really not easy mm -hmm. that you see the fruit coming from it. It took me yeah. two years, well, a bit, a bit less. Oh, but yeah. the first coaching program wasn't exactly for me, but it opened the door onto the online world. Yeah. So I learned a lot of things. I didn't completely agree with my coach because if anyone is looking for coaching out there or learning about the online business, you really need to click with your coach. Mm -hmm. Like you have chemistry nearly. Yeah. You know, like my second one, my second one, actually this morning she was wishing me happy new year. She makes me smile. Mm -hmm. So that's very important as well. So from the hair color, I realized that there is a world out there, which is coaching and teaches people how to do business and how to share your talents and your gifts from the comfort of your home. And many women are, and men as well, are looking to do this because Women want to stay around their kids and men are sick of their nine to five. Mm -hmm. So this is how it came to me. Mm -hmm. And you may ask you, how much did you invest into this online course? Definitely, no problem. So yeah. the first one was, I think, about 1,200 oh. or 1,300 euros. Okay. And that was a six week course. Yeah. And I was promised to make six figures. Mm -hmm. And to be very fair with you, it was complete BS. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I fell for it and I'm, that's why I'm sharing it as well because yeah. sometimes you know you get these things and you're like oh well and as I was explaining before we were quite tight for money I had some money saved mm. from the leftovers of the wedding the little that I had and I literally spent it all there was nothing else left zero and I, it was like a flop it wasn't a complete flop because I learned many things, but mm. for me, it was a very big investment to, to invest that money. Yeah, when absolutely. When it came to the second coaching, which I started about November, um, now, not 2018, 2017, yeah. in total, I invested around 4,500, um, but I paid monthly. So the first one I had paid in full immediately mm -hmm. whereas the second one i had paid monthly and even though it sounded like the craziest thing ever yeah i learned so many things with my new coach yeah. that 
Now, obviously, I know what I want to do more. And to be fair, I've already gotten my money back with what I am doing. Mm-hmm. And fantastic, actually, I've yeah. back four times and five times as much. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really important that you like not only what you're doing, but who you do it with to guide right. you. Because if, like the first coach tried yeah. to mold me into who she is, uh-huh. whereas the second one brought out my power and my gifts and my talents and I could go on without her. Whereas the first one kind of was more after my money. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So would you say it, it was a fraud or was it just that you didn't make click with this person? Um, a bit of both. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a thing. So I'm a very honest person and I think it's one of my biggest values. Mm-hmm. So I don't see harm in others. I don't see it at all until literally a couple of months after. And then I started realizing that what am I doing? So I fraud is a very, very um, heavy word. Mm. I don't like using it. It, The only thing that happened with her and I fell out was last year. I actually managed to do a very, very big event in Malta. Mm -hmm. And I actually ended up doing it at the president's palace. And the president herself opened my event. Mm -hmm. And first coach tried to take the uh, kind of tried to take it away from me so kind of tried to take the 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 honors of it and kind of that she encouraged me and she had nothing zero to do with it and because of that I felt I needed to put my foot down and say okay this is what I learned from her and now we we cut you know we cut the cord we close the chapter and next Mm -hmm. it was hard but i needed to do that for myself and since then my business actually flourished because it was like i had a weight on my legs holding me back Mm -hmm. and after that i started flying so it was really really an interesting journey and this is why i share it because sometimes we entrust our power onto someone else who is Mm -hmm. trying to help us instead of realizing that we have the power to do it without that someone else Mm-hmm. I hope that mistake makes sense and you know mm. the listeners are not confused. <laughs> no, I think they aren't. I think they aren't. So was it actually this online course only you and the mentor or was it with others who it participated? It's a group. So that's it's very group. interesting. So obviously yeah. I did share the prize. It was a group. Yeah. And the great thing is one of the people in the group has actually now become like my soul sister, like my mm-hmm. kind of we're not business partners, but we share a lot of ideas. So yeah. that's really, really good. And also one of the others is actually my client now. Okay. <laughs> so well. that was really interesting to see these two people who mm-hmm. did the, journey, the same journey as me both struggle afterwards. So it wasn't like it was all in my mm. head. It happened to the three of us. And I know of others as well that it happened to. But it was a group yeah. coaching program. And then after that, I decided to do a one-on-one coaching program with the same first coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that one was, I can't say it was a mistake because I don't regret anything, but it was extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was I don't want to teach and who I don't want to work with, right? Yeah, I'm really amazed how much potential there is in this business, especially because you can do this from anywhere in the world. You just need to have a laptop and maybe a microphone. And that's basically it. You do not need to, to rent a room or you don't have a limited, um, capacity. So that's, that's really amazing. Obviously, whilst doing the course, 
course. I start, I mean, obviously, we all have a brain, right? So yeah. I know how much I paid, and I'm assuming that most of them paid the same, so yeah. I did my, my math. And when 26 of us showed up, I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> so what I learned is what I could be doing. And in fact, I did run a group program. I didn't have 26, mm-hmm. but I had five the first time round. So hello. And my prices weren't immediately like hers. But still, when you do, you you learn from doing it yourself. And then the next time you feel that you are able to yeah. charge what you are worth, mm-hmm. which before being your own boss, you would have never stopped to think, how much am I worth and how much would someone pay me? Because yeah. for me, these prices were absolute craziness. Yeah. But now I charge more than that and mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Yeah. But that time it was, so it's a journey of self-discovery, David, as well, that mm-hmm. you really realize what you're great at and you come to terms with yourself mm-hmm. and your confidence that actually, yes, I'm great at this and I should be paid for it because, I, because I'm amazing mm-hmm. in a positive, wholesome, healthy way. Yeah. In a, oh my God, I'm so good. And that was, I think, the biggest learning curve for me that if I learned nothing from this journey, uh, whilst I'm here in Ireland, I really learned to love myself more and to really appreciate and start getting to knowing my value and my worth. Mm-hmm. And that was completely new. I mean, now, as I said, you know, I, I made back whatever I invested and fivefold, which is a lot of money for me that I did it with my own self, with my own ideas and business and creativity. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a whole world out there and people are ready to pay because in the sessions that I do, let's say one-on-one sessions, I do groups as well, but I do one-on-one mostly. Those are the high-priced ones. They really get me and all my knowledge Mm -hmm. in a a session. So whatever I know, I will teach and share and guide and support. So that's a lot. I mean, if you have to literally sit down and see what's worth, it will be more than actually what I charge, mm-hmm. what they gain from it. For the rest of their life, I change their life. Mm-hmm. So I transform, I like calling it like I transform the caterpillar into a butterfly. Mm-hmm. So for people yes. to have an image whilst they're listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. And I think... Um... It's very encouraging. So I'm actually doing, you would laugh about this. I'm actually, actually started to, to make my own online course now on Udemy. Um, I'm not laughing. Well done. Congratulations. (laughs) I haven't finished it yet. I haven't finished it yet. And I, I will talk about this later or um, another time because I don't want to use this now as my platform, my own platform. But I think the point is that Everyone knows something that someone else does not know. So you don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be the greatest of all time to teach something. So there's always someone who wants to know something that you know. For example, there's someone from Malta who wants to move to um, to Ireland and he or she has so many questions. He or she wants to know what do I need to do to to start working there? Do I um, do I need to register there, or what do I need to do to find to find a to find a flat? So you would you know okay you have to you have to search for a flat on Deft, or you have to get a PPS number because you have 
gone through. Yeah, no? and it was a nightmare. To be very yeah. fair with you, it was an absolute <laughs> yeah. nightmare. It was a challenge to get those things sorted. Yeah. The first one was the, the house that now we are in because the viewing times were only 9 to 5 and not weekends. Yeah. So thankfully, I was here and I could go and see things because my, my husband was already working full time. But before I was here, he ended up flat sharing and it was very expensive mm. for him. Um, because he had no time to see apartments because they were, the viewing times clashed with his work time. With regards to the PPS number, that was another interesting <laughs> story that when I was at Aptran, they did not want to give me time. Mm. So that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and look, if you had known this before, mm. and, you know, you of course you can Google this. You can you can search for this on you, yeah, YouTube and Google. But it's hard to find the exact yeah. information. And, you know, there's an overkill of information. And therefore, I'm, for example, I, I'm willing to pay if I get something back in return, you know? So on YouTube, for example, I'm traveling now uh, to Costa Rica in, um, on, on Saturday. And, you know, I did, I did the research myself on, on YouTube. And there's so many travel videos about Costa Rica. But most of these videos, these travel vlogs, are just about self-exposure, you know? No, they are in the hotel, um, hotel room and they're trying out a new lipstick. And these are the things that I don't want to know. I, I'm not interested in, in this, you know? Yeah. And But it's so hard to find something useful. Mm-hmm. It's There's an overkill. There's too much, too, yes. too many videos. And uh, how to find the right thing. And it's ad- too, too much advertisements on, on YouTube. Yeah. So therefore, I would rather pay like 10 euro to get a proper introduction, a proper summary or like a, like a Lonely Planet, but as an online course, you know? And it, yeah. this is hard to get on. And therefore, I, I would rather pay than searching through YouTube until I have found a useful video, you know? I, and that's the thing. When you are searching for something and you don't find it, like what I'm creating at the moment, I'm creating a money course because mm. no one ever taught me how to work with my money and what to do and yeah. how bad I've been brought up with trying to save, 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 but never was taught to invest in myself, to buy myself gifts. I was looking for it all over the place. I didn't find it. I worked a whole year on myself figuring it out and now I'm creating it as an online course. Mm-hmm. So when you don't find what you're looking for, when we are creatives, we create it, right? Yeah. So, in a way, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. There was another thing I wanted to ask you. Yes, if you start your own online business or in general, if you want to be self-employed, I think many, many people in Cork or especially those who are working in one of these call centers in Aptran and Apple and Marriott, they're thinking about being self-employed. How does it actually work in Ireland? Could you tell us a little bit about the bureaucracy that you have to go through? So for me, I'm, I'm very lucky because my business started after I got married. And with Irish law, yeah. the woman is tax-free because... <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I literally started doing everything. Thank goodness there was no bureaucracy. Everything is online for me. And with regards to the payment, is it's through PayPal that I receive money mm-hmm. and pay my online things and websites and things. Yeah. So 
thankfully I didn't have to go through any red tape with regards to seeing how I am self-employed. So it's an online thing. So mm -hmm. I didn't need to register anywhere. Well, I haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. And I know why that is because I don't want to live forever in a rainy country. Let's put yeah. it that way. Um, but there, in a, in a way, so if the person listening to us is not the person earning less in mm -hmm. a married couple, then they would need to do things which I have not discovered. So okay. unfortunately, I wouldn't know how to guide them with that. Okay. But if they are in their full-time job and they're looking to start something on the side, which I always do suggest to my clients, and then eventually when that thing on the, sides, on the side starts picking up, then they could leave their job, which my client, uh, another client of mine just did, over a year working together, she finally quit. And it was amazing for her that she could do the jump from one to the other. Then I would suggest that. So I would do it kind of as a side gig and mm -hmm. invest in learning how to open your online business and what to do and what are you going to be doing mm -hmm. in your online business. I would do it as a side thing first. Yeah. So you wouldn't need to register anyway. It's Mine started from a Facebook page and then I figured out how to connect it to PayPal. And that was it basically. In mm -hmm. the very beginning, my first course was like that. You could use platforms like Udemy, like you're mentioning. I use yeah. Thinkific. Which platform are you using apart from Udemy? Thinkific. So it's the word think. Yeah. So T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C. Okay. Thinkific. It's a really nice platform. Okay. You do have to pay for it, but it's a really amazing service and it also allows affiliate. You have to pay for this as a teacher or you have to pay for this as, as a student? Uh, as a teacher. Yeah. So for you to... Well, there is the free side of it but to have various payment options for example which i wanted for my money program yeah. uh, that is one of the payment plans so you can look look for it it's it's actually what my first coach used and it's really yeah. really easy to put a course on together it's very 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 easy yeah we will leave this in the show notes definitely sounds yes so it's thinkerthing.com yeah and also if i had to give any suggestions um there's a platform called Canva. So I'm I know. a Photoshop lady. It just drives me crazy, the layers and things. I yeah. don't know how to do it. But Canva became my best friend to create all the yeah. images and posts for social media. Um, so I'm trying to see everything I use, which could help the person out there. Mm -hmm. Then I have my online calendar. So for my booking system for my clients, so that they can book automatically just through a link. And I use Acuity. So that's A C. U-I-T-Y, yeah. so that's an acuity sh uh, scheduler or schedule, wherever yeah. you come from, yeah. um, that's what I use regularly. And then I had started my mailing list. Some people use MailChimp. Yeah. I had started with MailerLite because MailerLite, and Lite is L-I-T-E, is um, also has free landing pages. So in the very, very, very beginning, I tried to find whatever was free, so I didn't have um, lead pages, which I currently have for having landing pages for my programs and courses, but MailerLite had them for free. So I mm -hmm. had created some landing pages. So a landing page basically is a page where it's kind of like a web page, one page, or maybe you scroll like twice, mm -hmm. and it has the content of, let's say, your course. Yeah. So it's not a website, it's like a tab on your website. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So that is called a landing page. And MailerLite, is, I still use it for free. And I can collect email addresses and have my mailing list. And it also 
had my first landing pages. Um, so it was really good for a startup mm-hmm. option for those who are starting. Okay. Now I moved to lead pages and lead pages is kind of drag and drop, but it's nicer. It's more modern. They have templates. It's very easy to use, but that's, um, I'm not sure if it's monthly or yearly. Mm-hmm. I reckon mine is yearly. Um, but yeah, so obviously as soon as the business grows, then you are able to pay for certain things. But in mm-hmm. the beginning, I try to find everything for free. Yeah. I think I mentioned everything. I'm actually going to open my tabs. To check <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Yes. Um, Let's see. and then I kind of figured out Canva. Yeah. Um, Canva's great. Yeah. Canva. Um, lead pages. Yes. And another thing I used, we are using a different platform. I used Zoom. So Zoom, mm-hmm. it's Z-O-O-M, yeah. is actually a platform like Skype, mm-hmm. but you can see each other, and I know what on Skype you can also switch on the camera, but you can record the session to be able to send it to your client. Okay. So that's a really, really beautiful yeah. thing. You can also start with the free version, and eventually I also opened for the paid version because I had group programs and yeah. I needed more than one person, um, more than one-on-one. But Zoom was also one of the first things that I started. Then eventually I went into YouTube mm-hmm. and I used Google Docs to share with my clients. Yeah. Going to happen in the sessions. And now I read all my tabs from mm-hmm. my <laughs> from my desktop. Yeah. I think that is that gives you a big summary of how an yeah. online business works on a practical level. Yeah. You need all these little tools and platforms that kind of everything falls together. But I did start with a Facebook page with yeah. just posting positive motivational comments and now it's my online business mm-hmm. what online women <laughs> yeah perfect yeah sounds amazing and so how how is your day-to-day routine okay so is that's it, very interesting yeah. question. So I hate routine so yeah. I don't have a routine okay so what I create for myself is a very very relaxed morning I always work as I feel like mm-hmm. and obviously I'm not talking about being lazy here right So, for example, yesterday there was a lady in my community, because I also have a a free group, um, and I call it my community, and she asked me if I'm going to run a challenge again. It's called a visibility challenge. So basically, it gets you visible, and I teach you what to share and post. Anyway, so she asked me yesterday, and I said, okay, why not? So this morning I was working on that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't exactly plan it. Um, but I knew every day that I do something for the business. If there's nothing particularly planned, which at the moment I am, because I mentioned I'm preparing my videos for my money program and stuff like this, I connect with people. Mm-hmm. So, so I go online, I don't like only scroll for fun, but I scroll around and see potential clients or people who perhaps need a bit of support. For example, in my case, I help with visibility and videos and lives, Facebook lives. So I see other people's videos and perhaps private message them with some free tips, how they can improve their videos. So I do that on a very regular basis every single day. So if you want to call that a routine, Mm -hmm. at what time I do it, it's completely irrelevant. (laughs) My strong point is usually late morning. So, like, I'm at my best at around 11-ish. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised that I'm still awake, but <laughs> that's really, really good. So, good for you. You're asking the right question. Yeah. And um, then also, actually, my routine is actually my self-love. Mm-hmm. So, my routine is I go swimming twice a week. Coming mm-hmm. from an island, I do miss my 
um, swimming time. Yeah. So I had to schedule that. So, so that but I, do you swim in the sea or do you swim in the Unfortunately a, in not. It's freezing. Yeah. I tried it once. I was going to have a heart attack. Yeah, so well, but if you, if you have a good wetsuit, then you can swim throughout the year. Yes, that's true. Unfortunately, we don't have a car because that's a story actually I can share if we have time. Yeah. And I go to a swimming pool. So there's the Montenotte Hotel yeah. quite close to where we live. And I walk there. I have my swimming session. I then at the end go to my jacuzzi and come back. And I do that twice a week. So mm -hmm. that is scheduled to yeah. make sure because in the beginning that I was doing my online business, I was making so much effort every single day that I ended up working more than 40 hours, yeah. which is the point. The point of doing this is to work less and earn more. Yeah, and this have is more time for yourself. This But that's is what, yeah. very hard. Yeah. Every time I come back from a swimming session, I get an idea or I get inspired what to do mm -hmm. next. Yeah. So it's very, very important to stop and rest and replenish. I think that's the biggest tip I could give because yeah. you overwork and you overstretch, then you start becoming unwell. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, that's that's the side of things. And I was going to relate. Um, what was I going to relate? I just mentioned it and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also don't know. Um, so I mentioned the swimming and something else. I can't remember. Yeah. I asked you for a day-to-day -day routine. So and you yes. said, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, the car. I yeah, the car, yes. So the, this is interesting as well for the listeners, for perhaps looking into coming to work. So when I was still in this teaching job where eventually I was let go because of my hair color, that yeah. was a part-time. And to have more hours, she actually offered me to be teaching across Cork. Your manager. In this county Cork, excuse me. Your manager asked you, or who asked my you? My employer at the time. So yes, okay. the employer of the drama school. Okay. And I was looking into getting a car. So I had gone to the... Um, insurance companies here and the first thing that i had learned was before you get a car you actually need uh, before you get insurance and to go for a quote you actually need a number plate and i was shocked about this piece of information mm -hmm. so i started looking for a car but obviously not buying it because i want to do my homework first yeah and i found this car that was in dublin and i had a registration number so that they could calculate um, the economy things and whatever they need to calculate through the registration number. Yeah. So I walked into this um, uh, agency. It was an insurance agency and in hope that I have already found this car and I'm going to get more work when I have the car and, you know, have more freedom. And I actually was terrified and shocked since then. I have never looked for a car again. <laughs> so we actually don't have a car because yeah. insurance here is really steep. Yeah. So it was quoted 2,500 just for the insurance mm. and the car was going to cost me about 2,500, but well. the insurance is yearly. So I had found that to be very, very crazy. Mm. I thought, obviously I have an EU driving license, but the people who don't have an Irish driving license, unfortunately end up paying more. Yeah. And that was not at the price budget that we had at the time. I work from home anyway. Now my husband works in city center, so we don't need a car. And we, when we decide to travel across this very beautiful island, then we rent a car. But yeah. that was one of the drawbacks that unfortunately, because of that, we didn't see too mm -hmm. much of the island because when you end up having to rent a car, yeah. then obviously there's the cost involved. But the 
buying a car and having the insurance from it was completely crossed out of the board mm. in the very beginning of moving here. I thought that was very yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's not reasonable. Yeah, and I think it can even get worse. No, uh, two thousand four hundred. Yeah. I think this is this is <laughs> okayish if you haven't driven at all in Ireland before. So I think this is standard, but I heard from others who even got insurance quote for 4,000k. 4,000, yeah. So that's... So that obviously the person listening has to see if they're going to live without it. I I always had a car in Malta. In Malta they say, you know, it's an, an island, but you can't be without it because the public transport, unfortunately, is not very recommendable. Yeah. Um, I have lived without a car and I walk practically everywhere especially since the bus service is not very punctual unfortunately Mm. Um, and yeah I've still managed to live without a car so it's not like you need to have a car Mm -hmm. working close to Cork city centre or you're actually working from home so would you say that a car in Malta is more needed than a car in in Cork or in Ireland um I'm not going to say needed, but I never tried to live without it. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, the, the island of Malta is very small. Yes, but that's not the issue. So the issue is, you. I, I never walked the distances I have walked here, because yeah. Malta is very hilly. Yeah, so I mean, Cork as well. Cork as well. <laughs> but exactly, but even here it is as well. Yeah. So in half an hour here I go to city centre, whereas in Malta, in half an hour you're just like in the middle of not nowhere but in the middle of streets and it's not very safe to walk and it's very 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 busy it's a very concentrated island so i when my husband didn't have a car he was grateful that eventually i had a car so when he moved he didn't own a car we got together we had hours and it was easier so you can have not have a car in malta it's just, I think, easier in both situations, both mm. here and in Malta, to have a car. Yeah. For me, it was a priority here, so we never got down to it. Yeah, well, um, thank you so much so far. That was very interesting. I'm starving a little bit. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you too. So, yeah, I I just can say thank you again for your time. I hope we can, we can do this again, because I think there are so many things you can tell us or you can you can inspire others so it would be great if we if we can do this again some um sometime and yes. yeah but for now and yeah i do have plans in the next six months to one year so it would be really interesting to then listen back to this yeah. and see how much changed but that would be really really amazing one of the things that i think both yourself and the listeners have realized is that i don't stop talking <laughs> and that's actually also one of the things so i want to go into public speaking yeah. and share what i do and my story and i usually talk about fears which is one of the things people don't talk about mm. and i want to get into the public speaking side and that is why i don't stop talking because it's my <laughs> gift <laughs> No, but so, I mean, pe- that, that, that's okay, because I, I like listen to you, so um, that's that's all right, because, you know, there are some people who talk, who like to talk and who talk too much and who don't find a, pi- a point or um, to, to stop or um, they do not recognize that they talk too much, but what you talk is, is really nice, it's really nice to listen to you. Thank you. And I think that 
when I was a TV presenter, I had to realize this. Mm. So it's not all about me, but obviously it was about the guests in the show. Yeah. So I really needed to start listening as well. So that was something challenging at the time that hopefully I learned now. But if the listeners or yourself would yeah. have any questions with regards to having an online business or how to start or whatever i would absolutely love mm-hmm. to answer any questions i also do yeah. offer free 15 minutes chat with anyone who needs some direction mm-hmm. or help so they could find me if mm-hmm. you want to drop you know the, the link in the comments and i would from my heart absolutely love to help them mm-hmm. because if i managed to create something and i love doing it then you are able to create that as well yeah thanks well i i will definitely do this <laughs> That's for sure. And um, so, yeah, I think others who have listened to this podcast will certainly do this as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, That's great. I love helping others and seeing them grow and do more of what they love in their life. Yeah. Because we only have one, so might as well have fun doing it. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Thank you. And just stay online a second, please. I will now um, stop recording.